Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March and I'm here with Molly Herman today. Good morning. I shout that. I shout it when I say I like your it. Name. I feel very loved. It's so good. Um, we have other people advocating, by the way, for the bunt pan and the corn, uh, putting the corn cob in the center hole and let the kernels fall into the pan as you're cutting them off the cob. And I say, I want that to work. It just hasn't for me I, yet. Yeah, Maybe I have the wrong size my, bunt pan. Maybe. It hasn't been my experience that that works without it going everywhere here's the thing is i gonna tell you guys like i love the idea of an electric knife for sure that feels like it's yep. a cool thing i do have a corn zipper that it's just like a vegetable peeler but it's wider and it's curved and it makes it really easy and i just drag it right oh, down the cob i know because i only have big chef knives you know and i yep. sort of feel like they get a little wonky and you're balancing a corn a cob wildly. and just and a little zipper kind of works wonders honestly when you're using it in a bowl you can't get all the way down if you're using a big chef's knife so i know i, I am not a gadget person but right that sounds, but it's like a little zipper lot, it just sits in your come on i feel you i feel you come on uh all right guys guess what it's time for top two and hour two give him the old one, one two one two and now the weekly dish presents top two top two the top two pick your best two in all right, you know what it is. It's the time of the show. We talk about things that we can't stop thinking about. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to go, what's your first one? So my first one is kind of sad because it's a limited time. Wah, 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 it's a soft, sad trombone. It's a wah, soft, wah. sad. Um, Ad Vellum, which is a beloved uh, kitchen at Malcolm Yards, they are, they're growing up and they're moving to a brick Oh, they're growing up. Yeah. yeah. They're moving to a brick and mortar. And so their last day at Malcolm Yards is August 20th. So you really only have a week. Wow. To, to get in there and show them some love. And they are not, they don't have all, I mean, they're, they're sort of slowing down their menu. They're packing it in. Yeah. Like my, so no slam and salmon? Slam and salmon's still on. Okay. Benjamin Bacon is, is done. Benjamin Bacon is gone? That was my favorite. I know. I know. You and I, that was a literal yeah. favorite. Um, but go go show them some love, and then they they are they're opening a brick and mortar. Probably won't be until you know the beginning of next year that okay. that would pop up. So they'll have time. Yeah. All right. Well, and from what I'm hearing, I'm going to be happy about the location of this brick and mortar. I not so. that there's anything that's been released, and not that I know anything other than rumors. But let's just <laughs> extrapolate from that. Um, and Ad Valum was Michael Shaughnessy. Yep, and who, who was the opening chef at Young Joni? Uh, Young Joni. So yeah, look at that fir- full circle moment. Full circle moment. All right, so my first one is going to be that I'm going to let you guys know something that I am doing for the fair, which is kind of funny, but uh, we are going to launch a texting thing with the magazine, uh, a service so that you can get a daily text from me. This is big time. Big time fun. Big time. Yeah, it's big time. It's basically, there's a, I'm going to put a link up on the show page and on the Facebook page. If you want to be able to get a daily text, a daily do and a daily dine from Steph March about what to eat and what to do at the fair every day. Just a little text that comes to your phone. Just a little hot tip. Are there going to be emojis? 
I don't think that the emojis are enabled. I've been oh. trying to figure it out. We're in the mo- we're still we're still tinkering, okay. but and it's not a huge long thing, but it is one of those. It's going to be fun. And then we're also doing a daily newsletter, by the way, you guys. Which wow. if you sign up for this, you will also be able to opt in and get this daily newsletter, which is just going to be like lots of cool things. Like we've got some rankings, some power rankings. We got some uh, some interesting interviews already on the docket. We've got. Food matches and pairings and things. And then after the fair, you're just going to fall over. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to smoke out and then I'm going to oh, go to right. Italy smoke and out. then I'm going to fall then over. You're going to fall over. Yeah. But that's how that goes. <laughs> like my fall, everyone is like, oh, I love fall. And I'm like, I'm fall is a blur. So I love it, but I'm excited for it. So anyway, I'm going to tell you guys the text thing is real easy and I'm just going to send you, I'm just going to put the link up and you guys can sign up if you want, but it'll be kind of fun. Big time fun. Big time fun. Okay, what's your second one? My second one is another neighborhood hang for me, and it mainly because I've been there like two or three times the last two weeks. Bullshorn. If you guys haven't been to Bullshorn, it is a lovely, lovely little divey spot. Take it over by Doug Flicker and Amy Greeley. Yeah. Um, like, how long have they been open now? Five years? Six years? Oh, God. More than that. Seven? Maybe. I don't know. Pandemic time screwed me up. Anyway. It it did. um, The blip. One of the things I love is, I mean, I see neighbors in there, but I always see industry people in there. Yeah. You know, like it. All the time. Chefs go there all the time. And I I inevitably run into somebody. Like we went just this weekend. I ran into Nettie and uh, Evelyn. uh, Evelyn. Nettie and Ellen. Sorry. Ellen. Um, And yeah, it's just such a fun hang. You always see somebody you know. Yeah. I do love that. And their burgers are awesome. The burgers are awesome. The the bucket of fried chicken is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And here's a pro tip is the mushroom melt. Add beef patty. Killer uh, melt. Okay. Yeah. It's really good. That that works out. Yeah. I mean, like... Patty melt. It's a patty melt then. Yeah, but you... It it doesn't come that way. It's a mushroom melt and you can add a burger. Okay. And it is a really good patty melt. Okay. I like that. I used to get mushroom Swiss burgers in college all the time. I used to make them for myself at the grill, like, because it was part of the bar situation. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I yeah, wanted this is those. on the rye bread, though. You know, oh. like true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. All right. So uh, my second one is going to be Baba's. I just, I don't know if we talked about it last week. We talked a little bit about the opening, but I just have to say, like, I am so here for, again, like this hummus house situation and the fact that it's open and that they're doing these really cool flatbreads and this, this Arabic cheese <laughs> on these flatbreads. It's basically pizzas. What is the cheese? Do you know? I don't know. It's just like, but it's like, you know, it's Palestinian cheese and it's like, you don't think of cheese in that way. I have to say, I've had a lot of cheese over the last, like, which is not surprising <laughs> to anybody who listens to the show. But when I was at the Kraski opening, we had this Venezuelan cheese inside of these little, like, you know, pockets. Like, it was almost like a mozzarella stick, but it wasn't. Yeah. And that was delicious. And that was like this kind of salty, almost feta-y, but with a little bit more pull to it. Mm-hmm. But definitely not like mozzarella. So, and that was delicious and delightful. But then I was thinking also about Baba's. And they had this beautiful, tangy, kind of like, you know, like Kachapuri. That, those really interesting looking uh, boats of like, you know, that they're all over the inter- internet. Yeah. Where it's like an oblong football shape with twisted ends, but it's full of cheese and it has like an egg in it. Mm-hmm. That that cheese that is usually um, made from that is sort of this like tangy mix. You can usually get it. You can usually kind of fake it by mixing mozzarella like with feta. feta. Yeah, and you get kind of both the pull and the tang. And if it melts together, that's a great moment. I've done that before, but this was just fantastic. Okay, and I'm just sort of like I just shouting out for the fact of having a hummus house and having that be again. 
like, let's have new things. Let's do more mm-hmm. new things than having that be something that we don't have in the city. And where in Uptown are they? They took over the uh, uniform store in Lynn Lake that's right next to the Super America, across from the Baby Zito, the Cafetto, oh, that okay. whole area. They're by Hums, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Red Dragon, that that corner. Yes, I know the uniform store. Yeah, okay. well, you don't. It's no longer a uniform <laughs> store. It is no longer. It is now a hummus house. I, it seems like a better use of space, and it's to have a hummus so house. So beautiful, so pretty, so cute. I love it. Yeah, and but the hummus, you guys, is is Jerusalem style hummus. It is so smooth and so light and so creamy, and it's just it's just leagues above. It's amazing. Well, and this is similar to the style that Samaywada used to make, right? Yes. At, well, yeah. still makes it Beach Street, but. Was making it saffron, yeah? Yeah. You mean at World Street Kitchen? What did I say? Did you East say Street? East Street? Sorry. And I was like, World Street Street Kitchen. Kitchen. Sorry. World Street yeah. Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. The streets got me mixed up. The streets did. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, yeah. Same, same. But it's just yeah. that delightful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will tell you, the the hummus at Mara's is also Jerusalem style. That beautiful, and their pitas are unreal. But the the pitas at Baba's, you don't have to go to Mara. You can go to Baba's. And the right. pitas at, at Baba's are like, I mean, when you order them and you get a hummus bowl and it's like these pitas that are hot and salty right out of the oven. Ah, killing me. (laughs) Killing me. Um, Softly with bread. That's right. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, a couple destination places to eat. And we're also going to cue you up into some good deeds that you might want to do. So we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. My Talk 1071. The YMCA keeps you fit and active so you have the energy to squeeze the most out of these final, fleeting, fabulous days of summer. Like squeezing the last drop of mustard on that final grilled hot dog. Yeah, that's the stuff. Squeezing a lemon into that finalized lemonade. Oh, my eye! And squeezing back into your swimsuit that's, yep, still wet. My arm. Finish your summer strong. Join at YMCANorth.org. Why is this so all right, everybody, welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, if you're not on vacation, maybe you are up north or on vacation. Everybody's on vacation, it feels and like. hopefully you are. Hopefully I mean, you are. I mean, I hope no, I want you to take time summer. off. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- and I hope that if you are, uh, you have your computer not near your side. <laughs> maybe have your phone off. Maybe leave it inside the cabin. Do you have a hard time disconnecting when you're on vacation? I do. Although I got better this year. You did. This was the first year I really disconnected. You kind of like yeah. went in. I've really yeah. decided that Sundays are, I'm never looking at my email on Sundays. Like, I know that's, I have to do it today because I work today. Right. But I, um, I just, yeah. And I know that sounds so sad because it's like one day, but. No, but it is, you know, baby steps. Baby steps. Um, I know a lot of people are traveling. A lot of people are but also a lot of people are taking their kids back to school. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting to me is that I had um, I have a lot of friends who are like talking about the fact that they're not going to either be at State Fair or they're like they're trying to get in like one day. I know, uh, you know, trying to get in that first day in with the kids so that because the next day they'll be leaving. Um, and I think it's interesting because I think. All these people, and actually I had two other uh, parents who said to me, sent me notes saying, yeah, I guess I'm going to be spending a lot of time in, you know, whatever college town, so I have to find all the good food. Here's my 411 for you. You don't have to find the good food. It's a good one. You're not staying there. (laughs) Right. It's not about you. You, but I mean, I get it. Like, you're going to want to go visit and all the kind of good things. And we had a friend, you know, Meyer, when she went to go visit her son when he was at Marquette, 
She didn't worry so much about restaurants. She worried. She got Airbnbs and then did cooking, cooked right. big dinners, which I really like that. That is also my plan for when I get my next time out to Tacoma. But what I want to let you know is that I, uh, Eater, actually National, just put out what I think is probably one of the greatest uh, little digital packages I've ever seen. And they're calling it the College Dining Plan. From Roll Tide to Rock Chalk, Eater celebrates the greatest food on and off campuses around the country. And they basically hit some of the best college towns in the country and and sort of like just tell you where to go eat. Like what are the right kind of college places? And I think if you have a kid who's going to, let's say, uh, Vanderbilt University, and then Nashville. you click right into that, and they're going to give you everything around Nashville, a college student's guide to dining around Nashville. So it is a really well-done package. And the way, the way they have it organized, and it, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Are you clicking it? Um, but I did just click into University of Minnesota Twin Cities to see what they had. Yeah, what did they say? Um, there were there were some that I I didn't even know about honestly. What? Well, because I'm not hanging out on the main drag of you know where all the students eat. Yeah. Um, you know, Bon Appetit is yep. a um a Bon Me place there. Yep. Wally's Falafel and Hummus. Okay, good. Al's Breakfast, Duh. classic. That's a classic. Uh, Mesa Pizza by the Slice. I mean, Mesa Pizza is a classic for the students. That's what I love about that. Like, yeah. that's the thing that you and I are yeah, not going to go to. That's what I mean. It's We're not, not going to. I've that. heard of it, but yeah. I've never been there. Uh, Shuang Chang. Yep. 31 year old um, Zinky Town staple. Staple, yeah. Fumai. Fumai. Love those guys. <clears throat> now, here's one I, and there's a chain in Frank and Andrea's Pizza. Yeah. Right. Um, but I've never heard of Kimchi Tofu House. What? I uh, We wrote them, we put them in the MSP 50 this year. And they. Well, clearly, I didn't read close enough. Sorry about that. I know. That's okay. You guys, Kimchi Tofu House is one of my favorites. It's a teeny tiny little spot, little white and yellow awning um, that is. The bubbling pots of ramen and tofu soup, kimchi tofu soup. It is some of the best stuff and super hot, both spicy and uh, it's the Korean version of ramen, too. It is it is one of my favorite spots, you guys. So, so good. Love it. And they cook your egg in like the they bring out you the bubbling pot and they crack your egg into it and it cooks in the hot broth. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Beautiful. Love that. Hong Kong noodle is very popular. Everyone loves it. Uh, yeah. So, Did you ever anyway. go to Caspian? Um, I have never been in actually. You know what? Caspian Bistro and Gourmet Marketplace is one of those great. It's a you know, it's like great little. It's great Middle Eastern food. You know, they've got uh, they've got yeah, they do have the Kulfi ice cream, which is really great, the pistachio mm-hmm. ice cream. But they and they have like kebabs, and they've got you know, sort of tabbouleh and all the good things. But they have this like they have a great market. So you have right. olive oils. That's where you're gonna get the block feta. You know what I mean? Like, that's where you're going to get the really good olives. I drive by it all the time. We I'm drive way by to here. Malcolm Yards. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, too. It's yeah, right yeah. across the street. Yeah. God, that's a great one. Um, I do want to say also for all of you guys going to Madison, what do you think of this one? This list is pretty great. Um, Oak Rest Tavern. I don't know that one. Marie Soul Food. I remember hearing about that one. Um, Babcock Dairy Store. All of you Bucky Badger fans can tell us if we're reading the good things. That's an ice cream place, Mickey's Dairy Bar. It's an iconic breakfast. I totally stood in line outside of Mickey's Dairy, Mickey's, you know, in yeah, the day. Yep, yep. I totally stood out in that line. Uh, Greenbush Bakery for, uh, it's a kosher bakery. Okay. Not far from Camp Randall. Ian's Pizza, Madison, Francis Street. 
It's a sliced spot. If you're looking, if you're moving a kid in there, that's a good thing to know. I see macaroni and cheese pizza. Yeah, the Paul's Pelmeni, of course. And Francis course. is the big, the big street, right, where you, everybody hangs out. Yeah, I think so. Um, Fromagination, by the way, that's what I was looking for. This cheese store, you guys, Fromagination. <laughs> it is literally one Cute. of the best cheese shops in the country. It's kind of the best in the Midwest, if you ask me. I mean, I think that I love, you know, our France 44, and I love Sturdix here, but Fromagination is an entirely Next different level. animal. Okay. They are so good, and I love them. And then you have to go to the old-fashioned and get Friday Fish Fry and a cherry brandy old-fashioned. Like, you have okay. to get the classic, in my mind. Litwal, awesome and very good. I don't know about picking a fur coat. But it's a great name. Yeah, seriously. Weary Traveler, Mickey's Tavern. All this a lot of Mickey's. so many. <laughs> I know. Um, I will say that I clicked on uh, Florida State University, which is where my alma mater. Yeah. Um, I did not recognize one single restaurant, but it's been many, many, many years. Really? So I, a lot has probably changed. <sighs> what about, oh, they have Northwestern University. Well, that's like, yeah, you'd think that they would have a Chicago one more than just that one. I don't know. Ohio State. Oh, University of Kansas. Can I just have a rock chalk moment? Just Go a quick it. one. Go for it. I'm going to tell you that they, uh, there's probably, I mean, like it's been a long time since I've been down there because Megan, gosh, she graduated so long ago and I do have friends who are down there, but wow, I don't recognize anything on here. Um, we were just up by Northwestern or down by Northwestern. Sorry. Free State Brewing in, 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 uh, in Lawrence, Kansas is great. I remember, and that's on there still. That's really great. Pizza Shuttle. I think I got the mac and cheese pizza from Pizza Shuttle once when I was vi- visiting. But anyway, good stuff. So that's, if you want to know, that's Eater's uh, College, di- they're calling it the College Dining Plan. And it's just a really great little thing. And they talk a little bit about where there's also rites of passages. I think there's a lot of great things like when you go to Mizzou, freshmen pass through the columns at the Francis Quadrangle for Tiger Stripe ice cream. Grads go to the opposite direction and get a free beer. How oh, cute is go. that? Yeah. Like all these cute little at, at um, University of Washington sail gating. Skip the parking lot and tailgate on a boat on Lake Washington oh, just outside of Husky fun. Stadium. Yes. There are a few coveted docks, but shuttle boats also ferry fans to their skiffs and yachts anchored further out. That's pretty awesome. Oh, my gosh. UW-Madison lunch tray sledding when it snows at hilly UW-Madison. Students are known to use cafeteria trays for sleds. Check for fresh powder on Beacon Hill. Bascom Hill or Observatory Hill. I will say that that was also something that we did at Lawrence University okay. behind uh, the Viking, you know, the Viking room. We trade. Sometimes people were naked. It's fine. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's nothing we're going to talk about it's nothing on the air talk about today at all, at all for just a hot second. Hey, okay. I only have like a minute left, but I want to tell you that I was in Stillwater last night. Yep. And we went to uh, PD Pappy's, which is just a live music bar right on the water. I think I've talked about them before. Mm-hmm. Just packed to the gills with people having a great time. What kind of music? It was honky. T- it was a 70s sunshine band. Oh, it yum. was fantastic dance music. So yeah. I just wanted to shout that out. So there you go. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about some fairs and fests that are happening around town. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, I have to tell you that, like, this is the end, that as we're rolling down toward the end of summer and we're getting, um, you know, closer to the state fair, I have a couple friends who are sort of rabid about not going to the state fair. <laughs> Oh, you lost your pop screen? That's okay. I lost my pop screen. Yeah. Um, you're just louder now. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's um, there's something about 
going to the state fair is daunting for some people who have little kids. And honestly, when I see somebody with a stroller and I was one of those people when I do a small, I have such empathy and sympathy and yes. all the things like it's like a nightmare yeah. to go through all of that with a stroller. Yeah. Oof. So I get it. And so like there's a lot of little things and a lot of there's a lot of county fairs that you can go to that are that are just more manageable when you have little kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier. And it's also like you can kind of gauge how they feel about all that stuff before you dip them into the massive big one you know Mm -hmm. so there's a couple still going on this weekend that are really great and i just wanted to shout them out uh the carver county fair is happening in waconia and it is really spectacular that's your your derby it's my derby and i still can't (laughs) believe i can't get anyone to go to demolition derby i told you i would go but this is the last weekend so how we can't even make that happen we can't make that happen we've already overscheduled ourselves but next year next year but nonetheless they they are like, it's really great because I think that it's like you have, you know, you have all the, you have animals and you can maybe get even closer to the animals because, mm-hmm. you know, you're, it's, there's less people, but there's carnival rides. There's plenty of fried food, less lines for food and less lines for ride. Yeah. I mean, it's still busy. Don't think that this is like you're walking in Mayberry and there's like six people. There's still busy and there's still lots of stuff. But the thing that I like about, uh, Waconia's Carver County Fair is that it is, um, it is uh has uh a lot of food forwardness. Like they oh, really? they have like a boba house. They have coconut curry shrimp, you know, they have like poke. They have these okay. sort of things that are times have changed. They they do. They have Loose Line Orchards has new apple fritters out there this year. Yeah. I'm going out to Loose Line for sure this year. But um Anyway, it's a really fun place, and I think it's like one of those ones if you just want to pop out to Waconia and wander and through. Got beers and ciders, tons and... of beers, tons of ciders. It's a great little thing to go wander. Yeah. Uh, Dakota County Fair is also happening. That's another big one. That's in Farmington still this weekend. Uh, they have tractor pulls. They have all sorts of fun stuff. I think they're the ones with the tiger petting zoo or <laughs> that petting the tiger zoo. <laughs> I'm like, um... please don't pet the tigers. Yeah. But they have, uh, you have tigers. unless it's a cat striped like a yeah, tiger. right. Yeah. Unless you're, it's like in a con, and it's the cosplay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe, then, maybe just don't pay. Maybe don't. Any tigers. Uh, and then <laughs> it's, um, but it's got a lot of, it's just a lot of fun things that are sort of, you know, it's just like it's got a lot of uh, bands, and they've got beer gardens, and they're doing, you know, they do fireworks shows and all sorts of fun stuff. So, well, and there's like a ton of stuff though that's happening. Uh, like I on on your feed, you just listed like ten things oh, that are happening well, yeah. just this weekend. Right? Yeah, we'll get to those in the next okay. segment. But as far as there's a couple more fests that I think we need to talk about. Okay, one of them is Garlic Fest, which is out in Hutchinson, Minnesota. It's happening today. If you are thinking, "Gee, I don't know what I want to do with my day," get in your car, point it towards Hutchinson, which goes west, and. It is, uh, it's put on by the SFA, the Sustainable Farmers Association, and it is really the support of sustainable farming and garlic farming. And literally, Garlic Fest is a stinky wonderland. And if you've never had garlic ice cream, that's the place to get it. <laughs> it is. They have garlic <laughs> soft. I'm choked up just thinking know, about it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, they have garlic soft serve. They have garlic, but they've got garlic pork chops. They've got. All sorts of great stuff. Nettie is going to be out there. You mentioned Nettie already. Oh, yeah. once. She's Nettie cooking Cologne. on the chef's uh, demo stage. 
Yeah, today. She's, she's, a, she's the chef about town, man. I mean, there's a lot of great things out there. And it's kind of one of those, again, it's a very focused in garlic and stuff, but it is still, you know, there's like a parade. And it I is think, like Keith's nightmare. Is it really? My husband is not a garlic fan. Is he not? No. Well, he's a super taster. We've talked about this on the show this before. This is true. I know. So, yeah, garlic for him is like just very strong. Yeah. So he, will, he will not be among those going to garlic fest, but everyone else should go. I, uh, yeah, I am. Um, I sometimes feel like I'm already like i'm immune to it you know but then i was uh hanging out with some girls last night and someone came with some bruschetta that they made from their yeah their tomatoes and it was the raw garlic and it was like wow it sat next to me open for just 10 minutes and i was like i am imbued i am 100 percent imbued (laughs) i got pizza luce the other night (laughs) and aj had asked for the athena and they put like raw garlic on the top yeah and i swear to god my car for two days smelled like garlic i was like man they went it was a heavy hand. It was a heavy hand. Yeah. Okay. It was big. So if you want to stay a little closer to town, what I'm going to let you know is that out in Long Lake, mm-hmm. there is something called Corn Days, which is, of course, if you guys have listened, again, longtime listeners will know that that is the, you know, the Corn Fest. That was the town festival that I grew up yeah. with in terms of, you know, friends and family were corn princesses when there was a corn pageant. And shenanigans uh, may have been had by you. There was, we broke out of our house at like two in the morning to go raid, you know, like to see if we could find more like, bo- like pop bottles. I'm talking like eight year olds breaking out of your house, like jailbreaking <laughs> my 10 PM house. Right. But like, we literally used to ride our bikes up to the church. It's at St. George's church in Long Lake, which is near Orno. Um, we used to ride our bikes up and on the Friday night and we were the ones like they would, they would say, okay, you can, if you help us shuck all this corn, we would stand around these giant oil drums and just shuck corn for hours. And then we'd get these like little stickers that said that we could have free corn and we would eat corn. And you just got like all you can eat corn. We ate all you can eat corn for Ooh, two days, boy. two days. <laughs> and then we would work. We would work like in the, in the, in, in the old days, they used to have like the parking lot was where the carnival was. And so we would have, you know, like there, like there to be a ring toss booth, you know, over like the so like the leader bottle, bottles sure. of pop. And I would just be like, hey, do you want me to work that? <laughs> like, sure. So like we would work the booths like as 10 year olds, you know, and they're like, yeah. And then you just like stop, you go play bingo for a while. And then you'd like you get on like the they had like a like one of those not a tilt a whirl things, but one of those spinny things. And like somebody puked and then that girl never lived it down. You know what I mean? Like oh, that's, that's the town. Nice that's the town fest. <laughs> My favorite those, part those was were the days. Those again. were the days is like that was where you would like wear in the eighties, like you'd wear your like your back to school clothes. Like it'd be like, Oh, your let's check shoes. everybody out, see what they're what they're wearing to school. Your this jelly year. shoes so that when my, you got home your your feet were black because yeah, they went through all the all the stuff. <laughs> like my Esprit shirt. I loved it. <laughs> anyway, Corn Days now is on just today. Uh I think the parade is today. They used to have it on Sundays, but I think it's a one day fest this year. And they're they're out at uh, St. George's. I will probably go out there and say, hey, if you're out there, I'm going to go get some corn and have a beer. Um, but the other last fest that I want to make sure to talk about is Chocolate Fest, mm. which is at Bungalow, uh, Bungalow Club. Club. And that's yeah. tomorrow, Sunday. And our and, friend Aaron Ungerman. Yeah. And Chocolate is a Basque wine. So it's mm-hmm. a Spanish wine from the Basque region. And it's got it's a white wine, but there are rosé wines, too. And it's got just a light bubble. And I have been lately quite the fan this summer. It is a really refreshing wine. And yeah. we were introduced to it, you know, several years ago. Yep. And it was, I think, Aaron Ungerman um, that, from New France mm-hmm. Wine that introduced mm-hmm. us to it. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, if you ever see a wine on a menu and it starts with a TX, that's yeah. it. That's it. It's chocolate. It looks like you can't say it. Yep. 
Um, and it is it is a fantastic summer wine. Yeah. And it's very food friendly. It goes with almost anything. It's got such a lightness, but it has a nice acidic bite to it. In fact, I did find a can of chocolate mm. in at uh, at Westside Wines, you know, in okay. the Texatonka. Yep. And they had this great little can of chocolate that I bought, which just which was great because I was like, I just wanted a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And um, but they're the Chocolate Fest at Bungalow Club tomorrow is wonderful because uh, Andrew Kraft, the chef, is making how do we say pinchos, mm-hmm. which are the little Spanish snacks. And um, so there's lots of little finger food and, and Spanish good stuff. And, and yeah, yeah, skewers of all the things. And Andrew, one of our favorite a chefs. Talent. Yes. Yeah. But there's also the Poron. Yes. Let's talk about the poron for a minute. We have one minute. <laughs> the poron is so the thing that you want to do with chocolate, the and, and it's sort of like the style, it's not just a sipping wine, it's a pouring wine. And the idea is that you're supposed to pour it from on high into the glass and like a very thin stream, you know, it's got a flourish to it. I don't know why, but that's just the tradition of I the think wine. It's slightly effervescent and so it so it sort of activates, activates the it, bubbles right? a little bit more. So you were supposed to do that, but then of course the big thing is is like those porons, which should go in the glass, end up just Straight into the mouth. In it, going into your mouth. And so if you ever see those people like kind of leaning back and they have those big decantery things like with a big stream of wine going into their face, that's what's happening tomorrow. Yeah. If you're brave enough. <laughs> and it's not red wine, so you can go ahead and wear whatever shirt you want because right. you're not going to stain your shirt. It can get shirt. messy otherwise. But like it is a skill that I feel like if you are... It's a fun time. We've had our share of Perron Pours. It's, it's a good one. It's a good time. So there you go. So that's at Bungalow Club. I think you can still get tickets online. I'll put mm-hmm. up a little link for everybody if we need to. Um, and there you go. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Oh, you want what? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back, talk about uh, things that are happening around town, maybe some other special things that you can do this weekend. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully you were uh, relaxed and had a good one and hopefully we got some corn ideas mulling and got plenty of weather report from we us. got so much weather report <laughs> so sunny so bright craziness night so much corn <laughs> so great uh i also um yeah i mean it's like i have no idea what i'm just gonna say so i'll just keep going over here um we just kind of want to wrap up and say yeah. thank you for being here yeah again thanks Mal. for having me it was so good um we are i think next week i think i have elizabeth reese Oh, on nice. the show. Oh, speaking of. And I was going to say, let's talk about that. Speaking of Ms. Elizabeth Reese, mm-hmm. we have a cocktail that she created right now on tap at Ma- the Market of Malcolm Yards. Yes. And uh, a portion of the proceeds goes to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Oh, great. And so it is It is a delicious cocktail. It's like a Pimm's Cup. Yes. And it's like gin and very herbaceous. Like it has basil and celery rose and strawberry peach and cucumber. And it is it is super refreshing. That sounds so good. Yeah. So go in. If you're going to Malcolm Yards, um, go to the bar and ask for the bartender takeover cocktail. It's called, actually, you ready for this? Yep. Gin Cities Live. Oh! Um, yeah, they got very clever with that. 
And uh, like I said, a portion of the proceeds goes to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, which was the charity of Elizabeth Reese's Choice. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's super awesome. Um, what, uh, what, what else are you doing today with your fine day? Besides after fine day brunch a, with me. Yeah, I have a stacked day. I mean, we're going to brunch after this. Um, I'm taking AJ to the Vikings training camp. Oh, Cool. I got I got tickets through it's it's a long story that doesn't okay. need to be told on air. Yeah. Um so that'll be our first time doing that. I'm kind of excited. And then I got tickets to Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats tonight what? at Surly. Super excited. Are you so excited? Yes, he's one of my favorites. So um I kind of think that like that's one of those shows. Didn't they have to add another show because so many people yeah. love them? They have two shows in a row. They were both sold out. Um and have you been to a concert at Surly before? Is it awesome? I have not been, I've been to their beer garden concert before, but I haven't been to one at their festival grounds. So this will be my first festival grounds. That's pretty awesome. Concert. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to find, uh, I'm trying to find that there was, I know that Hawaii, we should talk about what's yeah. going on in Maui because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of hardship happening right now because of um, the f- wildfire yeah. that's happening. And there's a lot of people who are stepping up, which is amazing. But I did want to call out, we have Ono Hawaiian Plates in town and uh, and Pauhana, you know, which is mm-hmm. in Savage. And those are two of our best and maybe maybe our only Hawaiian restaurants, really. They are doing a luau benefit for Maui. And so the benefit is for the people of Maui. 100% of ticket sales go to the Maui Relief Fund. It's on Monday, August 21st from eight to 5 to 8 p.m. It's at Ono Hawaiian Plates, which is in uh, North Loop mm-hmm. in the Grace Food Hall. And they're doing, um, yeah, they're basically, all the money from ticket sales will be going directly to help the people of Maui by way of the Maui Food Bank and the CRG Maui Relief Fund. Please, you know, don't let, it's it's all about, don't ask the restaurants who's doing what and how it is. Just remember that they are doing this completely and utterly for, for free. And can I just tell you, I mean, it is pretty devastating over there. And um, my husband Keith has a coworker that is over there and, and was on Maui and had and he and his wife have been trying to, you know, figure out how to get to a, a different island and they have to leave their luggage behind and you know I mean devastating for the people that live there all the tourists that are there and and stuck and um, it it is really I'm I'm very sad yeah it's really I mean and it's uh, the tickets are hundred bucks but again this this is like you're gonna get a really great. Uh, meal and um, but it's all going to go for the food bank so it's really wonderful you guys I just think let's spread the word let's kind of have everybody looks like they're doing a looks like they're doing like Kahlua pork teriyaki chicken island style fried rice pineapple slaw king's Hawaiian rolls there's going to be a poke station all sorts of there's live entertainment so if you're able to go um, it's Monday August 21st at, at Gray's food hall so I think that's a great one to do. That's a great place to have it. Yeah, yeah I just I wanted I was looking for it because I remembered that I wanted to make sure that we talked about it because I hadn't heard about it in time to put it into the feed or anything mm-hmm. like that. A um, couple other things that are uh, popping in terms of what's going on. Uh, you guys have heard that the El Sazon kids from Egan, the gas station taco kids, are moving into South Minneapolis in the former El Jefe Cochina. And what a story that is. I, I mean. mean it, they are the greatest. The yeah, DeLeons are great. Fun. Christian and Karen DeLeon are so wonderful. They're just great people. And they're they're just and they're gonna keep the Egan gas station going. So Good. you know you're not gonna lose your And tacos. for those of you that don't remember, they were having like sit down dinners at, at the gas station. Yeah. You know, and in a really, you know, elevated food way. Yeah. 
It was pretty cool. It was very cool. Um, and I love that they're going to go into South Minneapolis. They're taking over. The El Jefe is, by the way, still running around doing food truck stuff. But El Jefe, you can still find at the Uptown VFW. Mm-hmm. So they're not totally gone. Um, I also love the fact of this. There's a new bar. There, This Fool Me Once has opened. So the other day I was at uh, Luna and the Bear for a Mezcal tasting. And tell me where Luna and the Bear is. So Luna and the Bear to- is the old Eat Street Social. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it's right next to Black Sheep and everything else. And uh, they have brightened that place up. It is so cute. We have to go back and eat. I just haven't, I didn't get to eat. I just had drinks. I'm excited to see something go in there because it was such a great spot. It is. And they lightened it so that it's like, like it's got royal, it's got like, it's got like sea blue, like Mm -hmm. a little French blue vibe to it. And some, it's just really pretty. Um, And I kind of just, I hope, I mean, I have to go, we have to go eat there. Um, but I went and had a drink. One of the things that they're doing is this drink program with jam. Mm-hmm. So, which is sort of brilliant. It's like gin and jam and is what they have going on. And it's like, they take, uh, they take your favorite cocktail and then you get a little spoon of sort of beautiful jam. So that you have like five different jams and five different gins to choose from mm-hmm. and you get to mix and match. There's like a whole, you, it's like crazy amount of drink combinations you can do. And yeah. then you're like, well, next time when I come back, I'm going to do this one. Yeah. But there's like a spicy jam and there's like all sorts of, you know, different flavors that go with it. And like I, it was one and you mix it into your drink. Is the yeah, point. And it looks gorgeous. And I, I mean, we, we've used jams in different ways for a long time, like whether putting it in salad dressing or, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so this is a really unique way to do that. But I wonder, like when you're stirring it up, is it getting mixed in enough or are there pieces of jam floating in it? Mine stirred up pretty well. I mean, you get it on a spoon and then you do it yourself. Yeah. Mine did well. Okay. Maybe I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll I did go try them. All. I know. I was going <laughs> to say there's like, there's some gin, there's some jams. Maybe that might not. You're right. Like, if they're like seedy raspberry jams, that might well, get I'm awkward. I'm guessing that they wouldn't have that. They would probably strain all of them. Right. Or, you know, or not. Who knows? But um, I did think that that was a, that's a great place. But the funny thing is, afterwards, we popped over, I popped over to a little Tijuana with a friend um, and just, uh, I know. And I just, so we just good. had a quick pina colada and just downloaded the gossip we couldn't talk about with everybody else. But I thought about it and I was like, there's not as many great like bars like Tijuana, little, Tijuana, little Tees anymore. Mm-hmm. So apparently this new bar called Fool Me Once, which took over Country Bar, remember, yeah, yeah. In, in Lynn Lake area, which then of course became Side Chick with all the controversy. But this place is called Fool Me Once, and I think you're going to love this. It's okay. basically got a Cowboys and Aliens vibe. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you look at me, do you think, I think she likes Cowboys and Aliens? Yeah, Let's it's a this. little sci-fi. There's like an alien <laughs> I do thing. Sci-fi. You're a sci-fi girl. I, I, I grew up in the country. Yeah, okay, and it's kind, of, it's kind of funny. It's a little bit irreverent, and it's calling itself a cosmic cantina. And <laughs> sounds very Star Wars. It's totally giving Roswell is what okay. it's giving. Um, but there are, and someone italicized Roswell in my post. My editor yeah. did. I'm like, no, I actually meant the town, not the TV show. Right, right, right. The actual town. Um, but there's some alien vibes. There's a there's. But I what I what I was gonna say that is a, I appreciate about it is that their menu is their their bar snacks are mostly vegetarian or vegan and gluten. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of gluten free in here. Well, and that's what Little Tease has done so well is yes. they have they have a mix of vegetarian, vegan, and gluten free, as well as you know all the omnivore yeah snacks, and so it makes it really easy for everybody in your group to eat. Yeah, I mean the fact that it's like 
They've got this, like, they've got pickled eggs. They've got jalapeno cheese curds that, that are vegetarian. Um, the tequila shishito peppers are gluten-free. Yum. The black bean hummus is gluten-free. Chips and salsa, obviously. But then, um, you know, they've got all this other stuff in here that are, like, all the tacos are on corn tortillas. They've got vegan, you know, things. I just thought it was really fun and interesting. Yeah. They have a Twinkie Maki I want to go try. <laughs> Battered, deep-fried Twinkie. Oh, we didn't talk about Parlor going in at the... Um, at the Green Room Club. At the Green Room. And boy, did they need it. I went to a concert there, and they need. I'm glad there's going to be good food. Uptown gets a burger. Yeah. Thanks, Mall. Yeah, See you guys thank next you. week with Elizabeth Bye. Reese. Ciao, ciao.